Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But overall, I like the season. The season's definitely the most racing focused. Um, there's okay. a lot less on track, and obviously, a lot of it's from the title. But like the last two episodes are great. Like I got nervous again, even though I knew how it was going to end. Like they they do a good job with it. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. They didn't have to give us 15 minutes of someone being in a fire for 34 yeah. seconds. <laughs> they did. They did have what people are. Uh, are calling out on Twitter is in Silverstone after the the Max Lewis thing and Lewis got the 10 second penalty. They the 10 second penalty where he's in the pit stop they make to be 32 seconds or something like that. But like Ugh. people are like, oh, it, it's, it's clearly like fake, and it's like one they're they're kind of trying to put the perspective where it's supposed to feel longer. I get that, and also it's not like I don't know. It's if you want to be like a hard ass about everything, I get it. Like that is a valid complaint, but also it's not something to really lose sleep over. Sure. Yeah. That's just me. All right. This is just so funny. I'm on the F1 Reddit and they just <laughs> are talking about history repeating itself with Mercedes complaining in preseason and then just having a stupid car. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know, man. I, everything I saw from yesterday kind of indicates that like I know it's preseason and you can't really trust it. You don't know fuel loads. You don't really know necessarily if it's the true car setup or exactly mm-hmm. what's going on. But everything I'm seeing from like Sky Sports, the BBC, like everything is just like Red Bull's already stroking themselves off. Like they they think they've got this. Like yeah, what? I mean, it would be great if they didn't have any mechanical issues because that that that's you know. So yeah, concerning. But, they had a couple mechanical issues with Checo. But what? Like the yesterday, they were almost a uh, what point seven of a oh, second Max faster than Ferrari. Off. Yeah, Max right, they're if you, we'll just round up and say a full second almost. They're like they're just fucking around. Like if the next fastest team is Ferrari and they're still ahead by a good amount, like Mercedes might be holding back some pace or like hiding true form. But like that's a lot of time to make up. I mean, if if Red Bull just starts out the season strong immediately yeah. and Mercedes doesn't, it, it wouldn't catch me too off guard. I kind of am expecting that, to be honest. Well, I saw Lewis. Uh, Lewis gave a whole speech about um, which call it. They have a lot of they have a lot of time to find. There's a lot of pace left in the car. They just haven't extracted it yet. But I mean, realistically, I think Red Bull and Ferrari have a couple races where they're really going to be the two fighting up the front. Yeah, that's that's what I've seen echo that is like Mercedes is going to have a few growing pain races. Not like they're going to be at the back of the pack. Probably not going to be. I mean, they're they're probably going to get points, but nothing, not no one two finishes. But then we'll, we'll catch up as Mercedes does. Yeah, yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Anthony, you want to lead us off whenever? I've just yeah. very much been going at this point. I mean, we can just... <laughs> Like I'll I'll edit it where I edit. Uh, Jordan Pond is back on the uh, program. Our F one correspondent. I Jordan, when was the last time you were here? God, it's been a long fucking time. Welcome um, back. Thank you. Always always a pleasure to be here talking racing with y'all. Yeah, it, it it became more of like when we started. It was just an F one minute. Now we are now we just kind of do the whole segment for the preseason. We we accidentally got this going before we could get the preseason for uh, IndyCar because they decided to start a little early. Did you uh? Have you even peaked at IndyCar at all? Or IndyCar is like honestly, it's something where if I'm in a sports bar and I see it on, I'm like, okay, like I watch this occasionally. I watch some clips. IndyCar. Um, oh, but bro, we have a bunch in Denver. There's all, there's like two bars out here that have F1 watch parties. Like racing's actually so, big if you know where to go. I mean, if you know where you're going, I don't. I don't have. There's nothing like that in Florida. I was lucky enough to be able to watch the Xfinity race yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I call I call bullshit. I really think if you go to the right sports bar, you can find a racing one. Hop on Facebook, dude. Like, I guarantee your local community, there's probably a group that hosts watch parties at some bar somewhere. You just don't know. Yeah, I definitely don't know. I'll I'll, I'll look into it. God, some of these cars are just hideous. I'm on the uh, F1 uh, subreddit. I'm just looking at some of these older cars. Ugh. Older? Are you talking this season or what? No, just like the old BWT schemes. But anyways, um, so where do we want to go uh, from here? It's your show, buddy. You uh, you tell My us show. what we're doing. I Kevin wanted to record today because he's got spring break coming up. So Kevin, Kevin lured me into this one. And I lured uh, you into this one. Oh shit! Tom Brady's coming back. Oh shit! Oh shit! Are you fucking kidding me? Swear to God! Are you fucking kidding me? I hate this man. <laughs> Let's go! Get uh, off! My Fuck fantasy off! Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Wait! Oh god damn it! <laughs> yes! God, Brady, you fucking douchebag! Is he so? What? What's the Tom Brady thing? Is he coming back? He's on retiring. God damn That's it! That's good. No, That's no, good. it's not good. Fuck him. And he's God. Go to the Niners, you dickweed. <laughs> God damn it! I look. You want to call my dad right now? <laughs> oh, I fucking hate it here. Can I back out and call my dad? Sure, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll BRB. Uh, more shit for me to edit. Hello, <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, I'm leaving the chat. Shit. Wait, don't do... Fuck. I'm gonna make me do more work. I apologize. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to like restart this because fucking he left because he's uh he he do be pooping.
the intro. Yeah, I gotta What's up, y'all? No. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to the interview process with a Jordan from the F1 Correspondence. I am your host, Anthony. No one cares who I am. I, won't, I hate you, Tom Brady. I want to pass away. Kevin Costello is happy and will lead the rest of the podcast. Thank you. What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises with your host, Kevin Costello, currently residing in Tallahassee, Florida, about to go on spring break, bouncing off the freaking walls right now in excitement, not only with a Tom Brady comeback announcement, but also a Chase Briscoe victory. What a day. We are joined, as always, as we said, by Anthony. And also, we have our special guest, F1 correspondent himself. Welcome back to the podcast, Jordan. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure to join you, boys. Yeah, we uh, appreciate you coming on. Super excited about this this upcoming weekend racing. Not only is F1 back, but we have a triple header with IndyCar back as well and NASCAR at Atlanta. Gentlemen, where where should we start? Well, we're doing the F1 uh, interview here still first. So speak, I want to just say, I know it's maybe not the most important thing that's happened, but you mentioned bouncing off the walls, something that I don't think Haas is going to be doing that much because in the last week they've canned Nikita Mazepin and now we have... Kevin Magnuson returning from the dead, and I believe that there's nothing more poetic than not only Kevin Magnuson coming back as a fan favorite, but immediately going top of the charts in his testing session that he was in, which is pretty fucking cool to see. Is Haas good? Is Haas good, by the way, now? Haas is not good. I, I Look, I, I'm a Haas Let me fan. believe. No, no, I won't. Let me, let me tell you. Uh, last year in Austin, I screamed every goddamn time they came past on the track. I even screamed Mazepin the King. Like, <laughs> I, I know I'm serious, man. Like, I have a Gunther Steiner shirt that says we all look like a bunch of fucking wankers. I have the Rich Energy logo on uh, another T-shirt. Like, I love Haas. Let me tell you, maybe, maybe they'll finish, like, seventh or eighth in the Constructors this oh, year. I, points. I, I do see them getting some points. I think the reality is everybody is so unsure of what these new cars and regulations are and what they can do. I do think they've got a shot to get some decent points in at least a couple of races this year. I mean, obviously, it's preseason testing. No one's showing their true pace. No one necessarily has arrow nailed down. But I don't know, man. I, I, I still don't see them as being like a true midfield competitor. I don't see how you go from like dead last being lapped three or four times every single race to magically we're in the points. I mean, new car could do that, though. I see them kind of where Aston Martin was last year. Like, definitely better, not obviously towards the front of the pack, but, like, on a really good day, could be competing for podiums. Going to need some stuff to go your way. Um, yeah, I mean, all I you mean, need is just a wacky start. And, like, you know, once we see where these cars are, like, I mean, you know, like, comparison with the team-wise, you never know. I mean, a midfield battle can get you right up there into the top five without even realizing it. Man, like, like I said, I'm hoping, I'm praying, I'm rooting for them. I, I just, I don't know if I see it. I still think they're a couple years off from that. But, hey, we don't know. Brand new cars, brand new regulations. Everybody, it's anybody's game. You really don't know. Um, Although, yeah, I, well, we were having a discussion before we recorded. I was saying, do you take the over-under on Haas finishing above or below six and a half place. So like six to first, yes or no. I, uh, I'll call this right now. I'm going to take the under on it. Like I said, I don't think they're going to be in dead last, um, but I don't, I don't see them finishing higher than like six place, like for sure. No, okay. definitely not over six place, but I mean, 
even a podium like you mentioned is a little excessive a fifth place i think is the ceiling if they like you know have circumstance maybe a rain race i think mick schumacher you know he's got another year under his belt he he might be a little more comfortable in the car i think that you know having a veteran teammate is going to substantially help him well, excuse I think, me i, I oh, think that's Oh, okay. Uh, I think that's the one thing, right? You got K-Mag, who just had a year out. Um, I know he's been still racing. He's off on other adventures, but he's still been out of F1. I think on top of that, the other issue is, well, Mick does have a year under his belt. He's definitely a talented driver. His re- his only real benchmark has been his teammate, who is one of the worst drivers in modern F1 history, if not of all time. So it's not, you know, it's not necessarily a fair comparison when you're driving in clean air across the track and oh, you're rarely fighting maybe some other backmarkers. Really, yeah, that's fair. Not- we'll, we'll 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 see how this goes for him for him this year. I mean, I I have faith that I mean, Haas maybe put something together to at least be more competitive. I would like to see it, but I mean, you know, with Haas, they're still aligned with Ferrari, and apparently Ferrari looks really good. I know that you're a uh, a little bit of a Ferrari fan, Pont. So, what what do you think? Um. You know, I, I don't actually know exactly how much uh, Ferrari's provided to Haas this year. I haven't really looked at it. I know Ferrari looks good. Ferrari's looking, I'm thinking it's going to be them and Red Bull fighting at the front at the start of the season. I think McLaren looks really good and can get into the mix. Um, I honestly can't tell you if Mercedes could really compete. Uh, everything I've seen kind of looks like they're downplaying. They always have a tendency to downplay in preseason testing. Um, and it's it really is possible they're hiding their true form and pace, but... I don't know, Lewis's comments to come out so bluntly and just basically say, like, we're not going to be able to do this. That's not even like, ah, damn, Red Bull's looking good. Ferrari's looking good. That's like, bro, like, I'm setting expectations now. Like, this isn't our year. And I, I have seen some comments on the BBC, um, which he basically came out and said, like, we've got a lot of pace to find. So, you know, they could come into something later on in the season. But I definitely think start of the year is going to be dominated by Ferrari and Red Bull. Well, let me say this. There's a post on the um, F1 subreddit for uh, the last five years. 2017, Lewis Hamilton reveals Mercedes problems at F1 testing. 2018, Hamilton Red Bull could pose a Mercedes real challenge in 2018. Um, 2019, Ferrari a half second behind, says Hamilton, as he predicts the toughest battle yet. 2020, Mercedes faces plenty of problems before 2020 F1 opener. And this is when they were still fucking up in, in preseason a little bit. And then last year, they admit that they had struggles during preseason testing. Every year just dominated the, the constructors pretty much. No, so, you, you're definitely, I mean, you're definitely not wrong. Like, it's I definitely I'm... like I, Hamilton's comments every year, I mean, can be almost taken with a grain of salt now because they will, Mercedes will figure it out come race time. And maybe they've already figured it out. What do you think with the side pods like being pretty much eliminated from Mercedes? Do you think that's going to make like a huge difference, and you, you see other teams like following that trend? Or I think that's something that'll really figure out come race time, because I think ultimately, you know, Red Bull's not necessarily copying Mercedes, Ferrari hasn't necessarily copied Mercedes, and right now they're at the top of the time charts, right? Um, I, I think it's definitely going to be interesting. I did see, um, I didn't dig too too deep into it, but I did see all of Red Bull's protests at exact um, at the car that Mercedes had unveiled. But I think once again, like, you know, you've got testing yesterday. Uh, you've got Helmut Marco openly smiling in the pit lane. Uh, you've got a bunch of people commenting, like senior advisors and managers, like talking about how fast this car is. You're up uh, roughly 0.7 of a second on your nearest rival. 
which which isn't even Mercedes, it's Ferrari. I mean, at the end of the day, I think closing roughly what, like a second or so of time, that's a pretty big gap to catch up to, even if you are sandbagging or hiding your pace. That's fair. So, Jordan, for us being Dean Anthony, being somewhat newer F1 fans, did Mercedes kind of pull the similar sandbagging-esque or kind of hiding their true pace back when the regulations changed majorly in 2014 as well? Um, I actually have to be honest. I really only started diving in in about 2015, uh, okay. 2016. So right around then, started getting in 2015, really started hitting the ground with 2016, watching through there. Uh, so actually, I really couldn't tell you. I'd have to go back and do some digging myself to find out. I will say 2014, like Red Bull had high hopes. I do remember a little bit of that just because, mm-hmm. you know, they had come off multiple world championships in a row and just never really hit the ground running that car. I think Vettel only won one race in it. And I mean, he might not even have won that year. That might have been Ricardo. So it, it wasn't very good. And then Vettel ended up leaving anyways in 15. So not, not, not great. Or did he, Vettel leave in 14 or 15? I want to say... His last season at Red Bull was 14. Okay, yeah. so I was right. Cool. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, just... We'll, we'll we'll see how... if I think that just if we based off preseason testing, I think that Red Bull at least has a car that can be top four every single week, barring any mechanical issues. Uh, man, but, I, I mean, better to get them out of the way now, right? Yeah, definitely ready to get them out of the way right now. I, I still maintain... Um... I would love to see uh, Leclerc become a world champion, but I really think it's going to be Max back-to-back, which will be great to kind of solidify his career, especially after last year. I mean, I I, I feel like if, you know, Leclerc winning the championship, I I think Sainz might be able to surprise us with a couple wins this year. I think this could be the year that he uh, gets it going in the right direction. I'd love to see uh, Carlos in victory lane sooner than later. uh, I'm going to use that as a transition. For this upcoming season... Over under two and a half first time winners. Ooh, ooh. Who would you who would you pick? I, I would love I, to see. Signs um, uh, I, like I believe Ferrari is going to be the strongest car at the start. Therefore, I think Signs gets one win from that. And I think once Mercedes catches up, George gets one win. Yeah, George for sure. And then I'm looking other places. Does McLaren seem strong enough? But I know Lando they have their brake issues. It. Lando does. You know what? I'll say I'll take I'll take the over. Okay. Who would who would your third, fourth, or whatever? How many more be like a, a Lance Stroll, a Sonata, or? Oh man! I'm sorry, I can't laugh that hard. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you know what? Uh, if we're gonna make wacky predictions like Lance Stroll taking a victory, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna throw it out there. You know what? Max isn't taking the championship. Latifi for it all. Fair enough. Yeah. But it, oh, this like, is the real L plan. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I, I honestly, Lando came super, super close in Russia last year. I, I think he's got the talent. I think he's learned from his mistakes. Uh, McLaren definitely looks like they have a quick car. I don't know, you know, if I'd say they're number one or number two, but they're definitely in the top three or four teams. Um, you know, a couple things need to go their way. Maybe some rain, maybe an accident or two. Uh, but at the end of the day, I don't say it's like unreasonable to see them taking a win. I mean, hell. Ricardo pulled it off last year in Monza, and he was having awful form for most of the season up till that. True. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I think some things would definitely need to go their way, but Lando's definitely got the talent to do it. Uh, signs for sure. Honestly, if Ferrari keeps up their pace, I think he's still got a hell of a battle in fighting Leclerc for the front. Um, same with, like, fighting Verstappen up there. But I think at the end of the day, he's shown he's a pretty consistent driver. 
Whereas Charles tends to be a lot better in like qualifying. I think Sainz is just so consistent. Like he, he just doesn't make mistakes. Um, so I think both of them. And then honestly, I, I would love to see George Russell do it. It'd be kind of fun. Um, yeah. At, at some point in this, in the next year or two, unless Mercedes has a terrible fall off in form, which ultimately I don't see happening given how much they're pouring into the sport. The George um, Russell curse. Stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I think that we'll get a, I think we'll get a George Russell dub at some point this season. I mean, going to what you say with like the first time winners over under on like maybe seven and a half winners this year. Like, do you think that we could get a lot of different winners seven considering everyone I think in the top six is capable of winning a race? You get maybe a sneaky little uh, Lando Norris win, maybe like, you know, uh, one of the Alpine guys sneaks another win or maybe even Pierre Gasly, because um, I, I think the Alphataris look great this year, too. You know, I think that they're a little under the radar. And those guys can definitely maybe rattle off a couple podiums, if, especially if Red Bull's having a good day. So you never know with that. Uh, we, we could see eight different winners this year. Eight different winners would be a lot. That's that that okay, is a lot. Cool. I know, like I understand, but I mean the, the 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 talent level is very high, and the unknowns are still there at least for the first three weeks. I think until we start settling into what we know. I mean, the same thing's going on with NASCAR with their new car. We've had four different races and four very different winners. So you know, you know what? Maybe maybe it's not out of the realm of possibility. We had what five or six different winners last year. Yeah, and like you know, for, uh... yeah, maybe, no, you know. Yeah. I guess with the regulation changes in 14, we didn't see anything as drastic, but it's just because Mercedes absolutely hit the nail on the head in the first year. So, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see I, how that goes. I, you know what? I, I, I'll still take the under. I, I still think eights, you know, going eight or more is pushing it. But I definitely yeah. think at least five, six different winners, if not a little, maybe one more. I just think, like, even last year, you got to think about it, right? Like, um, Ocon's win came out of nowhere. Ricardo's win came out of nowhere. Um, you know, I, I don't see that as something that's like super, super likely to occur because I think the reality is, is all the teams at the back of the pack, unless they're really sandbagging or something really goes their way, they're still lagging behind like those top four teams, which in this case, as far as we can tell just from preseason, McLaren, Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes. Okay. The thing with that, with that seven and a half number, I think we haven't had seven and a half. Yeah, where's the half? Well, I guess <laughs> yeah, Max yeah, last year. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. We haven't had more than seven winners in the season since I think 2012, and that was the first seven. Yeah. There were seven different winners by like seven different teams or something first like eight, that. Yeah, it was something like one, two, three, I, four, five, six, seven. I, I don't think we'll see that just because realistically, you say okay, both Ferrari. I don't even know if like you could say Checo because I feel like even with the the points being closer this year, uh, assuming that it's going to be a fighter or a tighter race, they're going to prioritize Max more in scenarios, um, which I think Checo could lose out on a win, kind of like Botas did at Russia in 2018. I, like, seven halves huge. I could, I could see six. I mean, last year we had... We had six last year. Six on the dime. Six last year, yes. Yeah, so I'd say maybe one more than that, but I don't know more. Like, that's, that's so tough. Fair, fair enough. We could have had seven last year if Botas, you know, actually won a race. But you No, know, he, did. he did. He did? He yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry. Apologies to uh, the entire Valtteri Botas family. All, all, four seven of, all four of the fan base. Let me, let me throw out some angry Finnish noises if I, if I knew any. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would going. say... 
like podiums, any going more on the, the, the first timers, anyone that you think that hasn't gotten a podium yet, you think could sneak into my mind's immediately going Sonoda. I don't know why. I, I, mean, I if, still... if we see, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go for it. Go for it. I was going to say, we see Piastri maybe doing some extra races. That guy is mad talented and is going to be in a good car with the McLaren. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see if he can, uh, May put together a really hot lap because he he's he's got a lot of talent in him. I'm very impressed with uh, what he was able to do in Formula Two. I have a I have a real wacky one for a potential first time podium. Um, honestly, maybe Guan Yu Zhou. I could see that happening. Ooh, really? I, I think that, Guan Yu. Like, yeah, I think that'd be the wacky one. But I think the reality is like Alpha Alpha's gonna throw shit at him to retain that sponsorship and try to get into the Chinese market. Like, I think that is so big for them. Like, regardless of Botas' status, who he is as a driver in his history, I think the reality is just pure funding-wise, Zhou's going to be end up being, or Zhao, I, I'm sorry if I'm mis- mispronouncing his name. Um, I, I think the reality is he'll be the number one driver on that team. And if you do have a wacky race in the rain or something where things kind of go their way, that could be that could be something that I could see. Yeah, that goes. I don't. I don't think he had the best uh, F two stats in the world, but definitely, you know, that team could come out really strong. And having Botas as a teammate is definitely going to help with uh, that experience factor that he needs. I, it is always weird to me seeing a team with two very young drivers. It's like, where are you getting your, uh, you know, experience data from at this point? You know, your your team principles can only do so much if the drivers on the track can't really provide the proper information for you. Yeah, no, I mean, it'll honestly, I, I think the big thing to always remember is racing at the end of the day is almost always a crapshoot, right? You never know exactly what's going to happen. Speaking of things we don't know what's going to happen, so round five, we get to go to Miami, which is a track we don't know what's going to happen right away. Um, are you going to are you going to that race or are you just going to try and do um, Coda again? Um, if I can, I would prefer to do Coda. Uh, just growing up uh, near where they're holding that race. Uh, I think the traffic's going to be a nightmare. I, I got to tell you, Coda was wildly, poorly, 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 poorly planned. It's outside uh, of Austin, too, which is just funny to me that the traffic is still shit. It is. We sat in traffic for over four hours uh, just to get back after the race. We watched people's cars run out of gas on the side of the road. You couldn't get cell service anywhere, like, at all. Um, you couldn't, like, buy drinks and beer. Like, we went to certain stands. Like, I waited in line for 45 minutes to get a beer. I got to the front. The guy was like, my POS system is down. Walked oh, off, left yeah. the stand in there. So I, I think... I'm losing my mind. Honestly, as much as I think they want to bill Miami as, like, a world-class destination, ultimately, you're racing in a, um, you're racing in a parking lot around where a losing football team plays. Well, we're not, we're not, we, I'm pretty sure that, like, you know, we're not a losing team all the time, okay? Let's cool it on the insults there. All right. Uh, when was the last time Dolphins made it team. to the playoff? No, no, no. When was the last time? 2016, and we got steamrolled by uh, the, the Steelers. I don't want to hear it. Okay, congratulations on making it to the playoff once six years ago and immediately yeah, my losing. Name's, my name's Jordan. I'm a Bears fan, and my team is uh, stupid and bad and got rid of our best player for a fifth-round pick anyways. <laughs> hey, speaking hey. of football, how about Tom Brady coming back? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fucking prick. Um, I'm just looking at the schedule. I like I two weeks ago I saw Saudi Arabia was round two. I'm very, we're just going yeah. straight back to Saudi Arabia, which is fine. I mean, we're gonna be in Bahrain anyways to begin it. But I mean, geez, what, the first three races are gonna potentially all be bangers. Bahrain is always a good time. Saudi Arabia was wacky as hell, and I'm curious how these cars are gonna handle those high speed corners because they're obviously not gonna be as fast. 
And then you go to like the newly redone Australia, which I mean has like a bunch of new sectors in it. I'm I'm very intrigued for that race. I was watching a bunch of videos on uh the upgrades they did to Australia. It's got me kind of hyped for the race. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. so my probably most hype races. I have a calendar up right now. I'm very excited to see Australia. Um, we'll be we'll be staying up till one a.m. for that. I'm not going to enjoy oh, yeah, it. That but race I'll do does it. start at a stupid hour. Um, I'm excited to see, I mean, just after the, what happened last year, Spa. Um, yeah, well, they're redoing Spa. Did you see some of the upgrades they did? Yeah, they're, it's, it's more of a facility upgrade though. They're not yeah. Really the, I guess well, they're they changed no name. The row, the, the runoff. No, they changed no name corner. Am I, hang on, I'm, I'm looking for it right now. No name corner? Yeah, hold on. Uh, o- o- Rouge? No, hold on. I, no, I, they wouldn't rename that. They would definitely not rename it. It's uh, there was a picture in one of my groups I was in that had like a an update of one of the corners they did. Like, just give me a second, I'll find it. Okay. Um, um, I'm definitely excited for you know Miami being new. I'm really excited for Amala with fans. I mean, it's been since what 2006 that they've had fans there. Amala would um, be sick. That's that's gonna be cool. I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna be going some... nuts there. So if Ferrari's good to start the yeah, season, yeah, exactly. Oh my god, yeah. Um, plus, like that was one track the last two years where it's been really hard to overtake. So hopefully, with this new car, that's a little bit easier and it makes it a better race. Actually, I, I honestly enjoyed. I mean, last year's race was great with the rain, but even the year before that, I enjoyed a lot. Um, and then I will say, I'm I'm not huge on Singapore. Never have been. I love Singapore. I don't care what anyone says. But this is if, what I was if, talking about, by the way. If it were to get replaced, I would hope it would be Malaysia. Well, that'd be fun. It's been a long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Malaysia would be awesome, and especially with these cars, those things would be fucking hauling ass around there. That'd be great. So, yeah, see, like, look what I'm talking about. They, they, uh, this is for, I believe, the motorcycle circuit specifically. I think that they added that inside uh, area, so maybe it won't have anything to do with F1, anyways. But they did do uh, some track upgrades too, uh, and it looks that? like this is a coming out of. Um, oh, I can't think of the corner. It's like the little uh, carousel out of the first sector, oh, and yeah, then you're yeah, headed yeah, up to um, Blanchemont, or not Blanchemont. Um, fuck, why do I not remember Spa corners? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I think it's like turn. Eight. Yeah, well, they added gravel over there too because I don't think they had gravel um, back there at um, what is it called? Yeah, okay, so um, it's not Blanchemont, it's um, Huon. Huon. Um, okay. Yeah, I can never say that name <laughs> without giggling. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's Bruxelles into No Name, into Huon, and um, Huon seems to have uh, gravel in that first photo. So, I mean, I, I don't know, just don't fuck up there and you won't get stuck. So, yeah. either way, um, I mean, yeah, Spa, hopefully, you know, the weather it will be good and we get to showcase, like, all the upgrades they did. Um... What else we got? Do we want to make any predictions? Or we, I guess we did do predictions already, kind of. I mean, we can do predictions in terms of, like, championship, constructors. Well, I'll keep it real simple. Max, two for two. Really? Mercedes probably gets that constructors again, because, I mean, this is going to be a make-or-break year for Checo, I feel like. If he doesn't help them win the constructors, they might move on. I don't know I, to I don't who. They, but... I don't think, no, I don't think they will. I think Max needs a wingman, and the reality—that's exactly what Checo's good at. He's not—he's not, he's yeah, not somebody who's going to. 
he'll, he's not somebody who's going to upstage your superstar. He's not somebody who's going to like steal the show and like try to screw over. Yeah. Oops. Um, uh, the bot that records on discord crashed at this point. Um, so I don't know how much was missing from the end of this interview, but we're just going to move along. Uh, I just want to say thank you to Jordan for coming on. We are always grateful to have him. I have no idea if this audio is actually like picking up well, but whatever. I mean, is what it is. Um, yeah. So here's the rest of the episode. Uh, God bless. Phoenix and another first time winner. I'm a happy man. Chase Briscoe back in victory lane with the first time with it being in the Cup Series and after a Cup Series 200th winner. What are your thoughts? I didn't even realize we had 200 different or 199 different winners. So congratulations to Chase Briscoe on a historic win. I would I would say I, I guess you call it a historic win. Either way, really cool for him. Um, just it was really dope watching him, Reddick, and Chastain all battle for the win at the end because that right there was just like, wow, these are like three guys who are all going for their first win. Like someone's probably going to get their first win today. And that really sunk in with about 14 to go. Sadly, Mickey Elliott had to spin out and get rid of that battle between Reddick and, and Briscoe because I thought Reddick had a very fast car, but just something about what Chase Briscoe was doing on restarts almost seemed unfair. Like that man was making it stick in a one and two, um, unlike anything I had seen all day. So, I mean, good for Chase Briscoe. I'm, I'm super happy for him. Yeah. I, I mean, as a, my, I would say right now, my top two drivers in cup are Briscoe and Reddick. I would yeah. not have picked Phoenix as the track for either of them to get. Yeah, no, I, didn't really think I thought we'd probably just see like a someone who had already won a race like either this year or um before at Phoenix. Like I think that mm-hmm. a lot of people were pegging um, you know, uh Hendrick to just go ahead and sweep the West Coast. And yeah, I mean they had an opportunity with Chase Elliott and then Eric Jones uh lost it out of turn two. So I mean really strange kind of scenario how things worked out but i'm glad they worked out the way they did because i mean like i said happy for chase briscoe happy to see other drivers being competitive going out for the win there so i mean overall you know that's a good sign for for this car the the parody in this car and just the fact that you know we can uh have an opportunity for guys like chastain and, and reddick to be up there and even austin Dillon was there at the end until did you see they got punted coming to the check yeah. Which yeah. I like wrong place, wrong time. Also, I don't think it's Suarez's fault. Yeah. I mean, if you I had, need another I mean, replay. He got, he got a boot from the back. So yeah, I need I need another replay of it for sure. But it was just like damn. Like I like I'm not a huge Austin Dillon fan, but for sure that was uh that was cool to see both uh RCR cars in the top five or top ten. So. The thing that gets me is this is Chase or not Chase Rufus, Stuart Haas's first full race length win. Since 2020, because last year the only one was Amarillo, but it was still yeah, less than six laps. Yeah, the Mickey Mouse Amarillo win, but it's okay because he's from Tampa and we stand him. 
Yeah, I don't have a problem uh, with Almirola. He's just, you know, he's not a great driver. He's just the Mendoza line of NASCAR drivers, which I think he got another top 10 today. I'm trying to find the... Um, I'm I'm looking for the unofficial results because Racing Reference has an update. We are literally recording this, like, at 8 o'clock on Sunday because Kevin's going to go do some fun things. Yes, he, got, go he was 12th place. Yeah, I'm trying to get right here in Race Center. Yeah, yeah I mean, either way, awesome. still, like, another good, another, just a solid race, in my opinion, with, um, yeah, with, uh, Stuart Haas, because I'm pretty sure Custer, oh, Custer got outside the top 15. He was running inside the top 15 for the majority of the end of the race there. But, I don't um, top 15. It's your three times yeah. stage winner. The top 15 I guess, today. I guess Trackhouse got what kind of what I thought RCR was going to get with, uh, two cars yeah. in the top 10. So, you know, good for them. Yeah. Chris Busher. Good, and I think that my preseason take of Brad Keselowski being a fraud is looking pretty good <laughs> right now, because that fraud finished in 23rd. I was going to say, I did have him outside of the playoffs, so I'm, I'm happy I got that. Um, so far, yeah, so it's, good. It's tough, man. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be... He doesn't have a top 10, does he? No, he finished top 10 in the Daytona 500. 500 outside okay. of the 500, no, he does not. I think he spun right. every other week. That's tough, man. I mean, today he was just—he was off the pace. It's not like he was running on the lead lap and top ten, flirting with the top ten. He was out. Yeah, it was—it was, it was weird. Uh, definitely, like some of the drivers I expected to do better today just never felt like a like they had any presence whatsoever. I mean, Austin Cindric, I thought that he was probably gonna have a really solid race. He has experience winning here in Xfinity, and yeah. he finished in twenty fourth, just behind wow. Bubba Wallace, who was having issues um, throughout this race. So. Yeah. Not not great for for some of those guys. Another one, Alex Bowman. You know, he I I get it. He was running top ten most today, but I just never felt like that car was doing much of anything. Like, yeah. just kind of felt like um, other than Chase Elliott, uh, the Hendrick cars didn't feel like over overtly dominant. Like when Will Byron was running up front, I didn't feel like that car could win. Kyle Larson ended up breaking with a hundred to go, which was very strange to see. But you know, get these uh, mechanical failures out of the way early, I guess. Or just have no parts for the rest of the season, maybe. <laughs> you know? I was going to say, I don't think there's been one driver that's crashed, like, too much. I think the only one that's, I think, crashed maybe three out of the four Harrison. races, Eric Jones. Harrison as well. Ooh, that's right. Yeah. And Harrison had a really bad race today. I don't know, like, Wood Brothers Twitter was having a, a rough time trying to explain what was going on when I just think the car was a little broken. Dude, I swear to God, I like every time they went to his onboard, you heard a screeching that like you didn't hear with all the cars. I don't know if it was his brakes or the yeah. tires or the, the, something was rubbing, but like every time they distinct high pitch sound every time with him. They're gonna be very happy to get back to the East Coast and maybe get some new parts in that car because <laughs> before I mean, they all Atlanta, wreck it, tear it up in Atlanta. Oh yeah, yeah I can't wait for Atlanta to be a complete wreck fest Jeez. with a super speedway package. Speaking oh, speaking of Sunday, I know we'll get a little bit more into it later, but how great of a day for us motorsports fans is next Sunday going to be? We have the Bahrain East Coast Times, by the way, at yes. 11. As soon as that's done, head over to NBC, tune in to the IndyCar race in Texas. I know it's Texas, but it's still it's still a race. Oh, it could be Texas. That's still, you know, yeah. could be a lot of fun. And then as soon as that's done, turn over to Fox, and you have another mile-and-a-half track in Atlanta, the brand-new Atlanta. I mean, I am. And you got March Madness going on top. Yeah, March Madness that, in the dude. middle of this. I'm oh going to my, my buddy's place for sure. I, I just I don't have enough screens. 
don't know come over to Tampa when you're done. Just my buddy's got four <laughs> screens. We're gonna get all four of them running. Don't worry. Might might just have to. Yeah, it's gonna be a hell of a weekend, man. I'm so. It's excited. gonna be good. And yeah. I think Saturday it's that doubleheader too with uh, I think Trucks and Xfinity are both there. Is Indy not doing a doubleheader? Texas is here. Uh no, just a while. All right, they didn't need to anyways. I'll just say that right now. Fight me. Um, I, I don't remember his name now. <laughs> um, I want to say Bruton Smith, but I know that's the wrong guy. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I. I'm just so excited. This, this week's going to be great. Yeah, this is one of those good weekends, just like uh, the Indy 500 weekend. You know, it's one of those. Uh, you get to wake up. Well, what it used to be Indy 500 weekend. You get to wake up immediately, get racing all day, and there's really good sports on. Um, it's back this year too. It's, uh, yeah, Monaco huh? and Indy are the same day. Okay, cool. They put that back. Isn't the Kentucky Derby also? Nah, Derby. No, that's May seventh. My birthday. Yeah. My girlfriend's gonna slap me for thinking it was any anytime soon. She went to Kentucky. <laughs> um. So yeah, lots of lots of fun stuff coming up this weekend. I'm very excited. Uh, do we want to make picks for Atlanta in this episode or nah? I think I'm that we could probably wait. Gonna and, rely on wait until I see what because what it even races like get, in practice. Yeah, I can get all your picks on Saturday or Sunday morning, like I've been doing, and yeah. just put them into the sheet. Um, I gotta, I gotta work on the points this week. I gotta, I got an Excel sheet I'm working on. I just, I don't tell jobs this, and but uh, <laughs> I'm not actually Excel certified. I just pretend I am. Excel, really Excel isn't about? hard. I just, you know, when I'm trying to make like something that's not work related, I gotta like, you know, put a little bit more effort into it because something I personally care about, not the company cares about. I will say <laughs> something we have not talked about yet because it's been a minute since you know we're we're busy and such. Speaking of another first time winner, a big favorite of Kevin Costello, Scott McLaughlin with the yeah. dub at the Smithy Grand Prix, ladies and gentlemen. What a race that was! Almost got it taken from him at the end by uh the jimmy johnson wrecking machine now he, he was he was pretty good um but yeah i mean what a finally indy car opener i'm bummed that you couldn't go there uh i don't think but, i would have been able to even have gotten a ticket anyways it looked like i mean it man. was sold out that was one of the yeah. biggest uh indy car crowds i've seen in a very long time yeah. for like a non-oval race mm-hmm so that's really cool to see that. And I mean, I was there the whole weekend um, in St. Pete. Uh, I went to dinner on Friday. I went out drinking on Saturday. So much. And listen, if you're listening to this and you have a hard card, don't go drinking out in your hard card is all I'm going to say. Because if you have people like me who are nosy, they're going to come up to you and start asking you IndyCar questions. And you're not supposed to answer them. But I know that you work with IndyCar because you have a hard card. Don't drink with your hard card out. Yeah, um, I was saying, where, you can wear the merch all you want. Yeah, just you know, hide the hard card. Just, hide, just the hard hide the hard card because you get nosy pricks like me who are drunk and want to ask you questions. It's like I'm, <laughs> you know, you're not. Apparently, that was a thing. They're not supposed to answer questions, but it's like I know, I know you do something for the race. You are wearing a hard card. I know what those yeah. look like. Um, it's like when I was in college. Like you don't go out drinking in your letters too often. Like you want to, yeah. you know, if you're going stupid, don't wear the letters. But um. Either way, though, yeah, it, it was really just a packed house. St. Pete was just slammed. Traffic getting out of there was a shit show every night, not even, like, yeah. race day. I could only imagine what that was like. But, I mean, yeah. sad that I didn't get to go. Sad they made the race super early in the year. Um, but either way, I mean, I'll try and hit it next year, and, you know, maybe we'll we'll figure out. I, I kind of want to go to Nashville, to be honest, for that race. That, that That's a huge possibility for me this year. 
Dude, I'm be honest. I if we want to go together, I got a place for us to stay. You have a place for me to stay too. Don't don't even trip. There's a reason I want to go. I got I got some boys living in in Nashville, so we'll okay. we'll, we'll make okay. it a huge party. We'll make it a huge. Yeah, they're they're enough. really close to uh the Broadway or whatever. So nice. Yeah, That'd be a hell of a hell of an afternoon, hell of a weekend. Speaking of, a week, of though, yeah, expensive weekend of of Nashville and IndyCar. Kind of a stretch on the transition here, but did you see what's going on during the IndyCar Iowa weekend? No, what's going on? So all these Nashville big country stars, they're like there's four there's so the only IndyCar double header this year is at Iowa. Yeah. Um yeah, and they have cool. a pre race concert and a post race concert on both days. And it's it's definitely very country. Like Blake uh, Shelton's gonna be there. I think Gwen Stefani but like What's for, for for Iowa, like that's pretty big. Yeah, I mean, I, they they got to like you know have people that like you know make them want to stay. Yeah, Tim yeah. McGraw, Florida Georgia Line, Gwen Stefani. Is she country now? I know she's dating Blake Shelton. That 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 I, is a thing that still happens, right? I sure because I'm because I'm totally caught up on uh <laughs> celebrity dating. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, as if I don't have enough. Going on. I, I look. I, we were talking earlier, like about um, country music these days, because I mean, like, I don't hate country music, but I'm a big, much bigger fan of '90s, early 2000s yeah. country music compared to, you know, what we call hip hop now. Hip hop, <laughs> like, just it's. I don't even know. I, these guys, though, these are all like, except for Florida Georgia Line. I get. Well, they've been around for over 12 years now. Shit, these guys are all kind of classics. So you know, you're, it, it'll be fun for the fans. I just. Can't imagine I'm driving all the way up to Iowa right now when gas is four dollars a gallon to go see four country artists in two indie car races. You'll probably catch me flying today if pencil. I went to that. Definitely pencil in Nashville though. I'd like I'm serious about Nashville that. Nashville would be sick. <laughs> That'd be it, awesome. Put me anywhere on that track. I'm gonna have a good time, but I wanna be right when they exit that uh that bridge as fast yes. as possible where um yes. where Colton ate the wall. Oh, we forgot yeah. to ask Jordan about um Michael Andretti, what he thinks about all that. We also forgot to mention that Colton Herta got signed by McLaren. Yeah, that was weird. That was <laughs> weird. I didn't I didn't expect that. Um because I'm gonna be real. My theory is that Haas is just gonna go all out this year, put together a solid maybe sixth place in the constructors. This is like obviously like a because I did say they were gonna do worse than six, but if they do well, sixth or fifth in the constructors and just sell the team higher than what they were gonna sell this year. And Michael Andretti will still buy it because it'll be cheaper than $125 million to just start the team. So I don't think we'll get 11 teams in 2023, but God, I sure hope we do. I think 2024 is the earliest uh, Andretti can join. And it's like, if, hate, yeah, I they got to pay the, the, the $200 million. Oh, it's $200 million, sorry. The cover, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, but, like, why... More teams, no, no matter how you look at it, more teams is beneficial for the sport. I definitely think it should be maxed out. Um, and you at some need point, an American. You can only, yeah. You absolutely, because the pawn was uh, saying it like there was just no Haas merchandise to be found. It was always Ferrari, Red Bull, and some Mercedes all around Coda. You are trying to advertise Formula One to the American public. You got to get that American team, and you got to get a good American driver. And I'm telling you, man, we've, we've, we've been preaching this. Colton Herta is the real deal. And if you listen to what uh, Crofty and Martin Brundle said during testing in Bahrain, uh, a third U.S. Grand Prix is going to be getting announced quite soon. 
Great. Well, looks like Vegas is going to get their weekend probably, unless yeah. you can think of dude. Put the F one cars on the Nashville Bridge. I don't care. Oh, dude, Good lord. Insane. Yeah, that's actually it, no, it, uh, dangerous. It'll be it'll be Vegas. I actually spent uh, a little bit of free time, and I mapped out a track for Vegas. Um, there's a lot of potential, especially if they went on the Strip. There's a lot of potential if you go racing on the Strip, though. Like. They did a F1 race in Caesar's Palace parking lot in the 80s, I'm pretty sure. See, I don't think, now that I, I... I didn't envision it this way when I was making my little mock map. I don't think you can have, like, the paddock on the strip, no, you but you can, have it, you can have it as a backstretch without a doubt. And it's... I mean, you can have, like, a... It's, like, a mile... More than... Or not a... More than a kilometer long um, stretch. But there's, there's a lot of room, and especially there's a lot of, like, flat... Um, Parking lot. I know was. we I know we hate parking lot Grand Prix, but there's a lot of like space where they can make some cool turns or have enough area to to have the pad. I mean, that was though in the eighties. That, that that just looks awful. <laughs> there there's a lot that they can do now, especially with how with how packed Vegas is, there's a lot more that they can do than you would think. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I I don't deny that they're going to get a lot of people. I mean, so many people come to travel around the world to Vegas anyways. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're going to get a packed house for that no matter what. Like, Miami and Vegas, regardless of how the races are going to be, are going to be very successful and bring... Because like, this is just how America works. If you get mm-hmm. one successful thing, you got to absolutely capitalize on it until you bleed <laughs> and cry. And then, then, yep. <laughs> and, then, and then you forget that it ever happened. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna have too much of a problem with it. I I don't care if we get more F1 in the United States. It's just there's there's better tracks that we could go to. Malaysia is one of them. Yeah, but like, you want to hit the markets that are going to make you the most money because we're not yeah. going to China either this year, are we? We may never go back to China. No, we're not going. Gonna, to we're, Fuck. We're scheduled to go there in 2023, but I. Do like, like the I, Chinese I Grand Prix? I don't care what people say. I think it's a no, cool it's, track. It's a cool track. It's fun to drive. It's, to. It, does it produce the best racing? God no, but no. it's a cool track. I could, I could. Uh, I'm, I'm a proponent that we could get rid of Belgium or not Belgium. Sorry, oh, uh, Hungary. <laughs> I, I, I apologize to the Belgians. I meant Hungary. But I mean, even Hungary, like last year, was an absolute banger just because it was a shit show. But Not I mean, your yeah. bubble, but Hungary literally has a deal until I think it's. I mean, that's a, that's a classic 20, track. Twenty thirty seven or something ridiculous like that. I'm, I'm looking up right now, Grand Prix. Yeah, because yeah, I mean they've been racing there for a long time. Yeah. Also, what I did not expect, um, Imola signed a contract extension until twenty twenty five. Good. I do like yeah. Imola, and Jordan mentioned it. Like that race is going to be freaking awesome oh, yeah. with um having those people. Like I'm sorry, the Tifosi all just show up. I don't know why I call mm-hmm. them those people. They are the Tifosi. I couldn't think because I just noticed that um hung Hungary has a penis on it. But anyways, yep. I I just I just realized. <laughs> When the hell did they change this track? I guess 2003 they made turn 11 different. It's weird. Weird yeah. track. Indeed. We're going to clown Hung- Hungary- Hungarian Grand Prix, I guess, today. Uh, they didn't race there up until 86. Okay, so it's not the oldest track on the lineup. I get, yeah, crazy that that's until 2037 that they have that sign. Talk about um, you know, securing the bag. Dude, I'm going to be 38 then. 
Don't talk like that, Kevin, because I'm going to be in my 40s. You're going to be in your 40s, Anthony. Let that sink in. Open that front door well, and let we'll that have sink children, in. Children, and we'll still be making this shitty podcast. <laughs> and then they'll be on it, and they'll be having to make this shitty podcast. <laughs> oh, what a time that would be. Anything else? Should we run out the field? Xfinity um, happened. You want to talk some Xfinity? Do you want to talk some Xfinity? I yeah, Brandon Jones, like Brandon Jones should have won that race. Um, and Trevor Bain should have won that race. Anyone but Noah Gragson should have won that race. But uh, I, this was uh, obviously going to happen sooner than later. Trevor yeah. or Noah Gragson's been driving the piss out of the car, and he led 114 <laughs> laps. I mean, he, he's, he's averaging a second place finish. Like he's respected. Here's the thing: I'm hoping that this fizzles out at some point. He comes back down to earth because I don't think I'll be ready for a Noah Gragson championship. Yeah. Um, John Hunter Nima truck with a top five. That's always fun in a Sam Hunt car. We did we. I mean, there's not much from Vegas that we can really go over now. I just, I missed the entire weekend. <laughs> I was, I was uh, at a music festival. Let's see, trucks. Oh, um, we don't need oh, to. Oh yeah, let... NASCAR, NASCAR almost killed Spencer Boyd. Yeah, um, I do. I do remember that. Um, here yeah. you go. Um, Someone probably needs to be fired from that. I race people making more starts. Parker Retzloff is a Coke driver, and uh, may he was in the. Uh, race for the Siegs and finished a, a cool 36th. So he did not look very comfortable out there, I will say. Yeah. Uh, Xfinity, Ty Gibbs took out Ryan Sieg in like the opening that lap. That was Ryan, very, yeah. Ryan Sieg retaliated, wrecked himself, and then Ty Poorly Gibbs retaliated at that. So get, get shit on Ryan Sieg, unfortunately. And then Cup. Cup was a great race. Multi-groove. Looked like the Toyotas were going to have it, and then Eric Jones decided to absolutely Damn. pound the wall and almost get obliterated by Bubba Wallace. And then, yeah, that Bowman, was really Bowman, scary. I still don't know how Bowman won that race, like because he's he Jimmy was, Johnson incarnated, dude. He is, he yeah, is so. Jimmy Johnson, where he is just putting himself at the right place at the right time. And of course, yeah. as always, it pisses off one of the other drivers that he wins. And as always, Alex Bowman capitalizes yeah. on that mr uh all luck no skill backing in the wins and i am just a bigger <laughs> alex bowman fan than i was two weeks ago so yeah the give, me more, alex, was quite give me more alex bowman wins in general i i do like him a lot he is uh yeah. he is a damn lucky driver he has as many wins as ryan blaney that's that's a wow. that i believe is a correct statistic and if i'm yeah, wrong they're both at seven. Oh, seven right. yeah I, I, I think, wow, dude, I'm telling you, man, we're going to be seeing some of these younger drivers start climbing up the ladder with these wins sooner than later. I mean, Briscoe, do you think this is his only win this year? I didn't know if he was going to win this year in general. <laughs> I don't think I had him in my playoffs, to be honest. I think I had him in the playoffs, but getting knocked out in like did, the first did. round. Same with yeah. Cindric. Um I, I said for Cindric, no, but he or maybe a road course win, but he would just run solid enough in points. So like both these guys, I think the floodgates are open, man. Seward Haas looks a lot better. Um, Picker was doing phenomenal, and he's a damn good road course racer. So I, I'd see. I want to see more first re- time winners. Maybe he gets redemption at Indy. I still think Tyler Reddick's going to win this race. Uh, yeah, race I think here. I think that Reddick's going to win a race. I think Chastain um, too. Chastain too. Mm-hmm. Someone from Trackhouse is getting a win. Yeah. And I'm gonna be so happy for Justin and Armando when that happens. Like we love yeah. Pitbull in this house. I will be blasting Pitbull the entire day if Trackhouse wins. 
Mm-hmm. Like just especially if it's Daniel. Like we almost got that at California, so we are uh we did. We're, yeah. we're hoping for the best with Daniel. Um there was no truck, there was an Arca race. Um I don't know if you caught oh. any of it. Dude, so they had thirty nine cars in the race. This was at um Phoenix. Lots and yeah. lots of people showed up and shouts out Taylor Gray, I think is that his first Arca win? I need to double check that real quick. Might have been his first Arca win. Yes, his first Arca Menard Series win. Um, nope, he has some West wins. So apologies, but either yeah, way, um, just for that for that team with everything that happened throughout the week. Exactly, I mean, that's a that's a huge win. So you know, just for, for from him, him not even know if he was going to be able to race, and then for them winning the race. I mean, that's honestly that's that should be the story of the weekend. Yeah, yeah first time winner in the Cup Series, great, but. For like Dawson, it's Paris, gone a little under the radar to be honest. I haven't seen too many people talk about it, but I mean, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. That is definitely the story of the weekend. Yeah, oh, so many people showed up for this one. I mean, Jesus, man, some of these names yeah. I've never heard of before. You had um, a, a Japanese driver Takuma Koga finishing in 18th, Australian Bridget Burgess, or is that New Zealand? I, I'm sorry, I apologize if I can't get the flag right it's a little small <laughs> for my eyes and it um like a, a scott or scott McLaughlin it looks like a scott dixon flag is okay so new zealand these she's a kiwi um let's see here just can we get more arca races with more than 25 cars please because it, 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 that, that's really cool lots of dnfs though sounds like a lot of people just showed up did not uh know if the car was going to run more than 30 laps and uh some of them did not so one of them simply did not even start the race. Shouts out Eric Reed. Fair enough. Um. So yeah, you want to round out the field then? You want to round uh, out the field, do you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think we hit on a lot of the subjects this week. I just can't over or overstate the excitement that all racing fans should have going into this weekend. I mean, hell, even if you're an IMSA fan, Sebring's this weekend too. Um. Oh shit! Yeah, man. I'm never gonna get to go to Sebring. <laughs> It's just in it's it's gonna be so much fun. Um, hopefully, I mean we, we've seen. I, I, I'm a little worried because one, we've seen what can happen at Bahrain with Grosjean. Two, Exos, or IndyCar at Texas, any ovals scary. And then we're getting a, a new super speedway race, which could be kind of hairy. So hopefully, with all the hype going into this weekend, everyone does have a uh, a safe weekend. Dude, why are we doing a yellow line rule at Atlanta? I don't know how that's going to... Um, yeah. I, I don't know why we need to add anything else that especially is going to be a judgment call at a track. We've never had to do this before. Well, I think normally they wouldn't have, but then have you seen the uh, the the infield grass? They like... No, they pushed it back a lot. I saw. I mean, I remember when they were initially doing. It, I was like, Jesus, we could get like six wide on this front stretch if we really wanted to. They low key circumcised the infield grass. I'm be honest, and it's like, I, I'm very confused about that decision. Like, I don't. If if you can have Daytona running that close to infield grass, why can't you have it at Atlanta? Is my question. I don't. I don't know what the hell they're doing. It's. Yeah. It just. It feels like a bozo move. Like you're. But. I think with what happened at Daytona, with how easily these cars get off the ground, and you know, with the pack and the fact we're in a mm-hmm. dog leg, it is easy it's to scary. have another situation with Brad Keselowski where you could just have a car yeah. going straight forward into that, uh, out of that dog leg or whatever you want to call it. And um, Ooh, yeah, that's scary. 
that could be very hairy, but I mean, we haven't seen anything about it. We haven't seen any other cars at the two fast tracks we've been at really get any air for the most part. So Mm -hmm. I think it was just a, maybe it's a super speedway thing, but I mean, we'll see what happens with this package. I mean, how fast do you think they're going to get like 185? That's not too fast. So it's Daytona's thirty-one degree banking. Atlanta's twenty-eight. I want to say. I thought it was thirty. It's, it's, I thought they pushed it way higher. It might. Be, I think it's progressive, so it might be more into like the thirties on the top groove. But I'm like, is I don't think we're gonna see pack racing. I'm gonna be honest. Like I know. I think it's gonna be kind of like what we saw yeah, the last couple of years. What they did here, but like more more pack. Esque, but not. It's not going to be like a Daytona Talladega. Mm-hmm. It'll um, be. It'll be. It's twenty eight degrees. Style. Yeah. Okay. Um, the transition apron was four degrees. Now it's eighteen degrees. Um, and the turns were previously fifty five feet wide, and now they're reduced to just forty. So I mean, they're yeah, going to have to figure it out in those corners quicker than they used to. So that's the one thing that just the turn radius is smaller than Daytona and Talladega, which is why I don't think it's going to be. But with these Super speedway, with these um, pack racing, with these uh, what's it called the diffusers on the bottom, it might get them to suck up a little bit more. Um, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. We'll see how it goes. I'm it, like I said, there's a lot of question marks, a lot of intrigue when you have a lot of question marks. Yeah. So you know, it's what it is. Um, did you did you uh, win Clint's money? Eighty-seven people won today. Dude, I should I should have played it. Honestly. I got one. I, I got one question right. I played it for Daytona, and I deleted the app after that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll download it back. I mean, it, it quite literally is free. It quite literally is free. I did it for Daytona. I felt like so confident, especially because you can update it like live throughout the race, like midway through stage two. Oh yeah, I do it. And I, I only, do and it. And I only yeah. got like two out of six right, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like the ones yeah, that are, who's the fastest lap? You you like can't Chastain got the fastest lap somehow. I picked Blaney, yeah. or I picked mm-hmm. Willie B. Actually, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I suck at that. Um, but one of my friends won um, last week with 325 others. How much did he win? Probably like 50 bucks. Still 50, 50 bucks. bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like, that'll get me one gallon of gas. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm very, I'm very excited for my spring break, break trip. Let it be known. Uh, dude, I'm very I'm happy not, for I'm you. Enjoy, enjoy it. It's, it's a beautiful area of the country. If anything, the one thing I'm not looking forward to is the gas <laughs> but that's uh, part of it. It went down a little bit. We're almost down below $4. Oh, good. We're getting there. I always say, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out gas. Until mm-hmm. I have to buy an electric car, I'll, I'll figure out gas. As long as we carpool to Nashville, I'll be fine. Probably wouldn't be a bad idea, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else we got? Uh, is, is Formula E also this weekend? Because I think that was coming back when... Um, <sighs> What was it? Where's the race calendar? Because I think that was coming back right when IndyCar... No, you don't need to follow it. I will. Don't okay. you worry. It is April like, 9th. April 9th. Is okay. it, That's Australia. Why did they take a two-month gap? Sounds about Formula E-esque. God, I know, wasn't the last race from Mexico? Yeah, they only did one. Uh, they they normally do uh, like double headers. So like Rome is um, April 9th and April 10th, and then Monaco is April 30th. Okay. Which... That huh, Formula E might put on a really good show. Monaco ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they go to some fun tracks. They go Berlin, Jakarta, Vancouver. Then they go to New York and London, and then they. I end. will say, like, I don't think Formula E 
tries to be like taken as a serious racing series per se. And like, okay, it's God, obviously it's, fun. it's it's for the manufacturers to do the the entertainment. Like, don't go into watching it as like, oh, this isn't the pinnacle of motorsport. This should be super serious. Like, it's not branded, or at least I don't think it should. It it should be taken as that. It's it's yeah. a fun series that helps drivers develop and also push the limits of technology. Yeah, I'm. I just. I think it's just fun to watch, in my opinion, because it's so different. But it is like cool a, watching these electric cars because they they're literally inches from the the fucking uh, guardrails of these tracks. They had that one drag last year. I think it was in London, where it was like yes. half indoor and then half in a factory. Buddy, they're doing like, it again. That's dope. That is I'll dope, dude. That track that's was dope. sick, and they had that's so dope. many accidents there because they they. I think they'll fix it for this time. They had a double hairpin section that just simply, if one car did not get it right, <laughs> it created a log jam and everyone stuck. It was hilarious. Like I hope that yeah. they do that again, but I'm I'm pretty sure they'll probably fix it because Mercedes and um I forgot I think it's Jaguar. Uh, they both got taken out in that section, and they are two of the bigger teams in yeah. in Formula E. They were not happy about that. Uh, I know um, uh, Van Dorn was not happy about how that happened. Um, so yeah, I am excited for Formula E, and I have to wait another fucking month to be excited, but that's neither here nor there. I think there's also supercars and some shit going on there, but uh, I'm not following that this year. I just can't. I, I physically can only follow so many motorsports in one There's year. Too much. Last thing, how was your experience at Okeechobee? It was good. Uh, it was a good time. Um, you know, uh, I took my girlfriend there for the first time. It was a large nice. group of people. Um, you know, we just inhaled like a pound of dust, so our breathing nice. has been a little challenging. But it awesome looks like prayer. neither of us caught COVID, so that's, that's good. good. You know, the vaccine worked for us, so. Uh, yeah. It's it's nice being able to just enjoy good music live again because yeah. I saw some really good acts, some of them that I'd seen years ago, and I was front row to two of my favorite artists. I was front row to Goth Babe and wore a shirt uh, with his dog on it, and he noticed it, and I got to also hold him up in the crowd as he crowd surfed. There's a photo nice. of me holding him like uh, Dirty Dancing. <laughs> and uh, what was it? Uh, I was front row to Porter Robinson, and that was one of the coolest experiences ever. So is, I is Porter Robinson is that the Corey LaDoy shirt? No, that's Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> very different. Be, I don't. I would love to go see Playboy Cardi live. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think yeah. he's going to any of the festivals I go to. Yeah. And if I got as close to uh, Playboy Cardi as I did to Porter Robinson, it's going to be a lot more crowded. Uh, just because his fans are very, yeah. very loyal and they fucking get down. I don't know if I could do that at a four-day fest. Fair I enough. will say I, um, I, I do regret because I was feeling under the weather. I forgot that I had to eat food. Um, I missed Megan the Stallion, and I did want to at least catch the end of her set. And apparently she was just up there putting on a hell of a show. So I, I am sad I missed Megan the Stallion. But I did get to see Washed Out, and Washed Out was fucking sick. That's dope. But uh, yeah, kids, remember to uh, eat food if you are using energy, because you are going to need food to keep going until, God, how late was I up that night? 5.30 in the morning? Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, you know, you'll get that sometimes at big time music festivals. Also, the sun is hot. Fuck the sun, dude. It do be. It do be. It yeah, really do I'm be hot. Um, it, was, it was cold as hell today in Tampa. I don't know what All it was right. like up there in Tally. Final, it's gold, bro. Final thing, thoughts and prayers for the dude who paid 
thousand dollars for Tom Brady's last touchdown pass fall. Douchebag. <laughs> I, I I don't feel bad. You're spending money on a on a novelty item like that and he on retires. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Tom Brady to come out and be like someone hacked my Twitter. It's like just <laughs> Dude, please could you imagine? Oh my god. God, I sure hope he does. Oh my god. They retired. Go away. <laughs> I am finally happy with uh football for the first time in twenty odd years. And you have to come back. Go away, Tom Brady. It would have been so funny to have had Tampa need to get fucking Baker Mayfield or someone ridiculous to revitalize their career and said, now you get this douchebag back. And I was really hoping Jameis would come back. <laughs> I wanted Jameis back. I love Jameis. If, if we couldn't have gotten Brady back, I, I was pulling for Jameis. Well, uh, A lot of people were pulling for Russell Anthony. Wilson. I'll be talking to you. I'll be talking on social media a lot. Follow us at LTLM Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. Follow me at KidjaCost99. Follow Anthony at LTN underscore Anthony. And oh, yeah. Anthony, happy yeah. spring oh, break. Happy spring break to you. And, uh, you know, just everyone out there, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. I think you already mentioned that. But also give us five stars if you like what you're hearing. And, um, I think you can leave reviews on iTunes, so please leave reviews. That that means a lot to us and also helps us with the algorithm. So until next time, I have been Anthony. And I've been Kevin. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Go Bucks. Mm-hmm.